I have felt me guilty that I am not talking about my traveling to Israel and back to Sweden. <clears throat> But I have been, I have got uh, influenza, uh, the flu, and uh, it was from, from Israel that I got. And it have been very hard on my throat. And maybe I am not going to be okay in my throat for for more some more weeks. And but I you have to excuse me and apologize for to not talk clearly like I did before. Uh, before I went to Israel, and um, it is, I think it was very strange that that I didn't go sick the whole time I was in Israel, and I was not sick on my way. I was on the the airports and. I didn't have the mask on so much because uh, I forget uh, forget to take it on because it was stressful uh, when they come uh, and uh, give me assistance and uh, it was very hard both on my way to Israel and, and back And uh, I didn't know that my brain was so much damaged as it was that I find out when I go back from Israel to Sweden. So I don't know how much I have been talking about my traveling to Israel, but uh, there people give me. I don't know who it was or if it was a supernatural way to get uh, money from. But I, I got about $10,000 to travel with uh, from different directions. And, um, and uh, everything... Before I, I traveled to Israel, I tried to take my my uh, scooter with me uh, because I, I can't walk for a long time, long distance. Uh, so it should have been great to have my, my uh, scooter with me. Uh, and... And everything was okay. I could ta- bring it with me the whole way to until Tel Aviv airport. But there, from the airport to Jerusalem, there were no taxi that uh, took the scooter with them. And, uh, and in Israel... Uh, They don't have this kind of scooter I have that is very big scooter and I can travel around for about three hours and the electricity doesn't go out. Uh, but in Israel those scooters that I should be able to to rent, they... <clears throat> They were very expensive, uh, but I had the money for to rent. Um, but they were not uh, going so far. It was, it was everything was about tourist things in Israel, so those scooter was only to uh, bring on uh, to the. 
inside the taxi and then uh, driving around a little on that tourist areas. Uh, it, it was half of, of the capacity of, uh, like my, my scooter had. So, it, but I still wanted to rent this small scooter they have that they can fold the scooter and carry it. Uh, when uh, so they can go on the on the train, the city train, they can can drive, go uh, go around with that, that train and then take the the scooter to the inside the area where they should go and be a tourist. So everything was different uh, thinking and uh, it was it was only to make so much money they could do from tourists and uh, and I uh, uh, say I wanted to rent those small when I come to Jerusalem but there were no scooter to rent. Uh, so uh, I wondering how many scooters there was to rent in in Jerusalem. I think they only wanted people to go around with the taxi and pay much money for the taxi. And, um, and I did that a few, a few times not so much taxi because it disturbed me so much because my brain couldn't count out how much money I should pay for for the taxi so they they most of the taxi driver took so much money from me because uh, I was disturbed of in my brain about that kind of thing and uh, as I was by myself and uh, most of the drivers is uh, Muslims that come from Palestine to work in Jerusalem that I, I knew since before because uh, I have taken taxi before uh, before I was disabled so the, they don't speak English in the taxi. It's very few that speak English of taxi driver in Jerusalem. And uh, and uh, he that I was with for some days, he told me that it's a very little company of taxi the taxi driver own their own car and they pay much for the car and then they want us that go with a taxi to to pay their taxi car each person to to pay the taxi car for them they want so much money and um, so I don't didn't want to do that. Uh, I tried to walk outside on my own. And but uh, it was I was I was happy to know that there is a taxi to take from my home and over the bridge and to. Copenhagen, Denmark's airport for uh, for me I think it was not so very much money <coughs> because I could go with 
the taxi f from my door at the home until, uh, and inside the airport in Denmark. So th that's a service uh, to could get that service. It, uh, it means much for me as I am on my own, alone. So I need that service. And uh, it cost about $150 one direction. So $300. And I think it, that was not much. And the people can be uh, four people that go with a taxi and split the money. Then it's not much. And I thought it was not much for me either, be by myself. And I got the assistant immediately in Copenhagen. And uh, we, we check in and uh, then I uh, check in the, the bags, I think. There is... Some part of this traveling that I have forgotten because it was much stress over it. Um, but uh, uh, when I should uh, check in and uh, and give them my my ticket, they say that I couldn't go up on the airplane. Because I needed um, COVID insurance. And I had uh, a look at it uh, on the internet maybe two weeks before I should travel. And there was nothing said about that. So I didn't pay for insurance. And it was about two days before... I come to to the airport that uh, it have started to be that uh, that uh, it was Israel. It was not uh, those airplane I go with. It was Israel that wanted uh, we from Sweden and Denmark needed to have COVID insurance. Uh, that means if we should be sick in Israel in COVID, then uh, we could be at the hospital in Israel, but Sweden or Denmark pay for everything. So that, uh, but the, uh, those people that come from Finland. They didn't need uh, to have it. I don't know why Finland didn't need to have it. If they look uh, see Finland as more poor than Sweden and Denmark. I don't know why it was like that. But I was traveling uh, over Finland. I traveled from Sweden to Denmark and from Finland to Israel. And um, so I, uh, I have to wait. Uh, they help me and call insurance in Denmark, insurance company, and, and they say uh, we can fix the insurance in two days. So, and uh, and it was about 300 US dollar for to get the insurance papers. So, I was thinking that I, I, did, I didn't uh, want to start over again to uh, travel back. To, to my home and then 
order a taxi again and pay for that. And uh, the taxi was uh, the same price for two. I have to travel from uh, from Copenhagen back home and then go back to the airport. And that was uh, about $300. So I was thinking it's almost the same if I stay at the hotel, at the airport, and then wait for the insurance to come. I was thinking like that, and, and I was interested also to, to sleep in a hotel. And uh, I, I feel so relief when I have started my traveling. So it was disturbing to go back again. So I, I, I asked if they had a hotel in, in this kind of what happened with the airplane that we can't go on the air, airplane that we have to wait. So I asked them if they had a hotel like that. And they had a hotel. And um, they took me in a wheelchair. And, and it was far away from, from the airport to, to walk. And it was over many streets, busy streets. So, so I was glad, uh, thankful that I had someone that drove my wheelchair and took my suitcase with me to the hotel. And um, but when I and she left me there, the assistance for the airport, and. Uh, then they say to me that uh, I couldn't stay at the hotel because uh, my brain worked not working in some areas. Uh, so it, I was not really uh, understood what to do with this uh, interrupt that I didn't come on the airplane because I had I had uh, changed all the money to be in shekel so I didn't have any euro money or Swedish money in Denmark I can pay for uh, pay in uh, Swedish money in some places and I didn't have anything because all the money was going into to Shekel. But in the process to exchange the money I got that I have to take out from my bank account because I have talked about that I have bills to pay from when I was uh, was leaving Sweden to be homeless in the United States. And when I was in the United States, my husband and my son <coughs> make bills for me because they could go into my account and uh, order they order pizza, many much pizza. They order movies. They order uh, <clears throat> records and uh, many equipment that stood on me that I have to pay. <coughs> so it was much money that waiting for me when I come back to Sweden in 2004 and um, I was uh, 
homeless still in Sweden and I didn't had any income when I come back to Sweden. So those money, I couldn't pay those money that I ha- have to pay. That was not me that have have used those money. And uh, they wanted... Uh, the, uh, my husband, he had sell his um, scooter, the same sort that I have today. And he was selling that to Germany. But that scooter was something we rent from the hospital. So, and they, as he was from America, when he was from United States, so he didn't need to sign under all those things we rent. And when he did sell it to Germany and he, he was living here in Sweden and when uh, and uh, he had the Swedish government told him that he was not allowed to be in Sweden when uh, we were not together so he left Sweden and and go back to United States and uh, and before he went away he was selling everything that was in my name and uh, so I, I could never pay those bills and I have not paid those bills because I have not been a wealthy person. I have retirement and I say it's about $400 to use when all the bills have been paid. I have about four hundred dollar, and uh, and now I have those. Yesterday and today I was uh, to uh, make my feet and legs. I have got massage massage on my legs today, and it cost much money to do this, but I. I have to do it so I can still walk. It can certainly be stop for me to could could move around with my legs if I don't do anything. So I do that. I I have started to to get massage on on my legs. So it's the blood is flowing in the legs. Uh, as it should and um, so I have money that I can never uh, as, as long as uh, as I see it today I I have money that I can't pay pay for what they have done when I was in three and a half years in the United States uh, they uh, they uh, thought it was a party in Sweden to to uh, take up all the money and of course I I didn't have my bank account with me to United States because it was closed later on and so and I didn't have any money in in United States as I was homeless, so I didn't have any bank card, bank account in the United States. So it has been a problem, but not so much problem because I can close it out from my brain about this with the money and be in peace. And so I'm so I didn't have any money. And um, in that process that I, every money I got into my bank account, 
that I have now. I have a bank account. And and there is a limit. Uh, I can only have about $400. And everything that is over the, that limit, uh, they, they take the money for to pay those bills that was built up in 2000, year, year 2000. We have that in Sweden that we can't walk away from bills here in Sweden. They are hunting us. And it was not like that in the United States <coughs> because they couldn't see if if you have a bank account that is in New York, the, the, those banks in Los Angeles can't see it. And now I, I think it's different with the, the computer things. But in that time, 2000, was it like that? So I could move away from bills. But that I can't do in Sweden. They will always be there and wanted to have money from me. So every time that someone have sent money to my bank account, I have to take it out. So I exchange it to Shekel because I was on my way to Israel. But one day... Um, they say, told me uh, from heaven, my ancestors told me that I should sh- exchange it to US dollar to have about uh, about thousand thousand US dollar in my pocket. And I didn't know why I should have that, but I did it. And so I come to know it because that hotel in Copenhagen, they they couldn't uh, take a U.S. dollar. I have to have uh, um, Danish money or have money on my bank account to pay for a room. But they say there there is one hotel uh, here in this area that you can pay with US dollar, they say, to be at that hotel. But it was a very expensive hotel. I was staying there two days, and um, and uh, that uh, took some of the U.S. dollar for me. But it was exactly what they say from heaven. I didn't know why should I exchange it to U.S. dollar and not only have shekel with me. And then uh, it should come in, my retirement should come in to my bank account when I was in Israel. And I had money on my bank card to pay with in Israel. But I didn't have that when I was going to fly to Israel. And, and that. US dollar helped me or else I I didn't know how to do it because I didn't even have money to go back to my home with a taxi I didn't know how to do it but uh, the US dollar make me could stay two days and then um, um, I should pay that uh, insurance and I didn't have that money I didn't have 300 dollar 
about $300 on my bank account. Uh, but I had about $50 uh, on my bank account. So that's uh, what I did because of experience in life. I have learned that. I knew that uh, Manuel, they go into check uh, if I have paid the insurance about eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, and uh, if I, I pay $550 to the insurance company before 12 o'clock, uh, midnight before it was a new day, I had to pay in everything before it was a new day, but I couldn't do it. And by fate, I was counting on someone have heard it that I needed money for the insurance paper. And uh, I was waiting 12 o'clock in the night and uh, and should take the flight later on that next day and I, and suddenly it show up money that uh, uh, money enough to pay the insurance so i i sent that money but it was uh, already a new day it was after 12 o'clock, after midnight. But uh, that's what I was thinking, that the, the computer had not told the person that I have not paid in the money, the full money. So I was thinking that it should not give any alarm if I pay the in the money five minutes over midnight and it it did that because i got the insurance paper and uh, i didn't know if it was there because i couldn't see it on my telephone my telephone has started to be old so it doesn't work so well and so i didn't know but I went to the the airplane to the gate at the airport, and they say I say that I can't see if I have the insurance here because they can't send any paper. They it's on my phone. I say so they look at my phone, and so I I had the insurance. And um, two days before I I go on the airplane, um, I have to pay for uh, for one new flight ticket to for two days later to take the flight. So that make also money disappear from my bank account. So I didn't have so much more money. <clears throat> so it's someone did what it was that uh, make me get this pe money for the insurance. Um, that is, uh, it's no no one understand that. Uh, that uh, money come in that uh, they um, they try to ex explain it with uh, uh, with what we have in the world, but I don't have any friends. I don't have any family members that can help me. But the money come in, and I, uh, it was no name on uh, the 
who have sent me those money. And it was, I have to have the faith, or else I should not come to, to Jerusalem, because that was it. If I don't get the money for the insurance paper, then is it a sign that I should go back home and uh, do something else for that money I had with me to Jerusalem? And uh, then they come this money. So it was not only that I get the full money to could stay in Jerusalem for one month. I don't know who sent it to me. That was a miracle. And then it was a miracle that I got insurance paper paid so I could take the airplane to first Finland and then change it to go from Finland to Israel. And um, you hear my voice that I have still is not clean in my voice. So I will uh, end here and then continue maybe tomorrow and talk about how I travel from from Finland to Tel Aviv to Israel and how I come to the hotel. But uh, now is it enough that I tell you that uh, it was two miracles happen. I heard that I should touch the Golden Gate. That was the first. And uh, I didn't know what it was. So I uh, checked it out on the internet and so it was those gates in, in Jerusalem. So that's I knew they want me to go to Jerusalem. So they didn't say to me, we want you to go to Jerusalem. They didn't say that. They say, you should touch the Golden Gate, they say. And then I find out that's how they speak from heaven. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't need to be clearly say that to me, that we want you to, to travel to Israel. We, don't, we want you to tr fly to Jerusalem. They didn't say that, to touch the Golden Gate, they say, because they knew that I should find it out what it was. And uh, it was this with uh, Mary, Virgin's, Mary's parents, that they met in the Golden Gate, that Golden Gate that doesn't exist today. It's a new Golden Gate built, I find out. And, uh, and uh, that Golden Gate where um, Virgin Mary's parents uh, met uh, and the angel come and told them that they should get a child, a special child, and that was Mary and she should carry Jesus inside her. So it was very special with the Golden Gate. So I knew that it was everything in the story fit in in what I did later on in Jerusalem and find it out because they were talking to me in Jerusalem how to do it. So um, <clears throat> So that many things on traveling to Jerusalem was made from heaven. 
it was not made of any person here on earth because I don't have any friends. I, it's not that I don't want to have friends. I want have many friends, but it's like they don't like me. They say they they have fear for me because I talk to heaven, that the heaven is talking to me. It's very strange for me that that they have fear for me because I have so close connection with heaven and God. They should be very interesting and happy to know me. Instead, they step back and don't want to be with me and talk to me because this what happened. But the, so it's is in God's will everything because I get it and um, when I, when I knew that I should come to Jerusalem that was that a friend uh, on uh, Facebook that I don't have met but he said that he should do uh, uh, buy lottery tickets and if I, he had he win because it was very much money to win in that time. And uh, when he said that if I should uh, win, I should buy me a really great uh, car, very expensive car. And I said to him, if I win uh, that money, I am going to live in Israel. That was what I was thinking I should do and to live in Israel because I thought it still was great in Israel. And uh, when I should uh, buy that lottery ticket, I didn't have any money on the, the lottery account to pay, f pay that lottery ticket. So I have to transfer money from my bank account to the lottery ticket company. And when I open up my bank account to do that, I saw it was this that I, I couldn't believe my eyes. It was like I had to go twice. I had to go back to my bank account and really look at it, because there was 40,000. It was, um, what is it, 4,000 US dollar in my bank account. So I wrote to, and I, I bought one ticket. Uh, and then I wrote back to this man and I say, I did already win without uh, without uh, buy a lottery ticket because there was money in my bank account so I can at least travel to Israel I told him and that's how they started that was the first step to come to Israel and then I know that I should buy a flight ticket to Jerusalem before the money was disappearing, I was thinking. And then maybe a week later, I heard from heaven that I should touch the Golden Gate. But I had already bought a flight ticket to Jerusalem as it was what I was telling this man and when the money come in after about 10 minutes after that I have said that to him then I knew it was true that I should travel to Jerusalem as I have got the money for that that's how it started the whole traveling 
it's a I think uh, many of you that hear this don't really understand and try to explain it with uh, literary things that I had people that pay me like that, but I don't have anyone. I have uh, the closest friends I have is you that is uh, listen at my podcast. That's and the most closest friend I have. They are in heaven. It's God, and only that's people that is here from heaven that it's sometimes is it so crowded in this home of spirits that are coming down and uh, it uh, I don't know why I hope it's a short message because there is someone touch me or those that is here from heaven and it's um, he look it's look like a man but he's he's fat that's what he was when he lived here on earth (laughs) so um, he say don't bother me to saying these things he say that's what uh, the first he is saying and uh, <clears throat> he say i have listened at you for a long time i don't know if it's for for how long a time, but for him, what is it a long time? And um, he say that I should not, should not uh, bothering to to think how many people that understand this. He say that I should only go on and tell my story without uh, th- uh, change my story uh, or think that people don't understand these things. He said that I, I must do my testimony, testimony about what's going on. He said, and uh, we are those test people you don't need to to think about that uh, how we will see those people that think that that you are a liar or people that doesn't want to listen at you they they uh, see your podcast and the chapters but they don't want to listen at you what you are saying they don't there is lots of people that have seen your podcast and they have not opened up any chapter but they can talk bad about your podcast this is what heaven see and tell me that they can, they can know that I have a podcast, but they're talking behind my back how bad the podcast is and not knowing anything what's going on in the podcast. Uh, I, we see it and we don't want you to be bothered of to uh, be disturbed of uh, that that you are thinking that and you see see it also that people don't understand and don't want to listen at you they want only negative talking about you 
and they don't know anything. But we know it. We in heaven. He's saying this to, to me. We know what's going on, what people are doing. So it's not you that do the test. That is we that do the test on people. We want you to to go on and talk about what's happened in your life and what's have happened your whole life. And we know what people are thinking and what people are saying and what people act on it. And we have noticed that and they will hear it that day when they have to come in front of us. We know it, and you have. He, he want to tell me that I should not be bothering and and be uh, be. Uh, he want to be uh, that me to be encouraged. He say many words in the same time, so I have hard to to take one word to say to you. But he he want me to be in peace and not be bothered of how people treat me and saying about me because they see everything. They hear everything from heaven. So, so <laughs> that's what he was saying. I love that, that he was say, coming and saying these things, because it's true. The spirit is always true. Um, so I tell you that I continue to talk about my traveling to Israel. Uh, maybe tomorrow, because I'm home. At home the whole day, I don't have anything to do outside. So I, I placed me in my sofa. <laughs> What's the song? I place it in my sofa, and recording more about my traveling to Israel. So, God bless you. Thank you for listening.